0: Locked talk radio Black
1: Free thinkers, where will we walk by sight with a bright flashlight to illuminate night? Free spots. we don't walk by space In the lost mind state, cause it's not quite safe We don't recruit, we're not peers from a church So don't be spooked, we're not here to convert The only truth is not pulled from a text. Show me proof that's not good after death This is the challenge to think for yourself Break it out of the bottle and speak with your belt 310-982-4273 to get through A venue for community and this is the zone If you'd like to speak with Kim, then pick up the phone 310982 4273 to get through. The next tree branches trainer and a special. Listen to Reason Science. Skepticism. It's loaded with straight spider inspiring, and dope. She can make Bill Nye retire in this lab coat. Humans are hilarious, and every other Friday, I'd like to hear commentary on culture, people. So I hit up Super Mario and bring in Emmeline to discuss why we're capable of ultra evil. It's normal for my brain to have a two-way street. But if there's collision, well, then you got to just mention it. And don't be afraid of where the truth may lead. Ignoring your position, of and dissonance. When My father Teresa preaches it's hard to stop. So Kim paired me up with Alfred. In the barbershop I have extended family And all these places now As the free thought tree Pollinates around here This is the challenge To think for yourself Break it out of the bottle And speak what you felt 310-982-4273 To get through A venue for community And this is the zone If you'd like to speak with Kim Then pick up the phone 310-982-4273 To get through Where we walk by sight With a bright black I like to illuminate night. Uh, we, we don't walk by faith and a lot of my state it's not quite
0: safe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alright,
2: guess what it is? It's another Friday, another beautiful day. And your host, M and Evil Hi, are Back. Yeah, how you doing, Em?
3: Good, good. It's been quite a while since we had a show. It's been a month since our last show, and it's been six months since we did—I mean, six weeks since we did part one of this show, which is lesser-known religions. Um, for those who are um, who clicked the link and aren't listening by phone, I just linked the link for um, part one of this show in the chat box. So if you missed it. Or you want to
2: listen to it again? It's right there in the chat box. Right on, yeah. You know, I really love doing this show. I can't tell you how much I love getting on getting on the show.
3: As much as you love Dragon Call last week. <laughs>
2: mhm. Yeah, and it's just you know, some I, you know, a lot of times I use it to vent because when I run across some crazy shit, I get up on the on, get up on the uh, uh, on the show and just. I can just let it all out, just let it flow on out, because Mm -hmm. some of this shit is crazy. It really is.
3: Yeah, and and you can't get crazier than some of the religions that we will be speaking about tonight and that we had discussed in the first part of the show six weeks ago. It's just when you think you can't get any crazier, humanity shows you that crazy is a bottomless well.
2: It sure is. It sure is. It is just, to me, the depths. That, I mean, it's almost like look. There's a tree outside. There's some marshmallows, and there is some jello. You got a religion. you yep. get enough people to believe believe that the Jell- jello divine, the marshmallow is spotted by God, and the tree represents defi- something divine, then you got yourself a religion. Somebody's gonna believe anything. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I mean the the fact of the matter is, and we discussed this. ...on our show a month ago on um, other irrational beliefs that skeptics hold, um, mm-hmm. otherwise known as not-so-skeptical skeptics, and we discussed it on the first segment of this topic that um, irrational beliefs are not are the norm for humanity. Right,
2: right, right.
3: Um, it's not just a, a matter of religion, but anything that a person doesn't understand... That they can't understand, don't want to understand, or don't have the t- or don't want to invest the time to understanding. You can, you know, fill in the blank, and that blank it can be filled it is only filled by the limits of your own imagination. And mm-hmm. if these religions have taught me anything, it's that human beings are incredibly imaginative.
2: Incredibly, incredibly, and a lot of the uh, the religions we'll be talking about are probably actually. Under the umbrella of one, um, one religion or another, but just so such obscure branches that we feel like they should be included. So this is going to be fun. I had a great time the last time, so.
3: Mhm. Um, these are going to be even better than the religions that I spoke of. I don't know about better, but we're we last time we spoke of ones that are not so well known, but not as out there as some of the ones we will be discussing tonight. It's get ready for a show, people. And, of course, you can call in any Our call number is 310-982-4273. And um, you can call with telephone or via Skype to get through. Together. To get through.
2: You always got yeah, to say to Rob. I just had a
3: feeling you were going to say that. I just I spoke just to my soul. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I'm psychic now. There we go. Uh, <laughs> but, um, do you want to start it off or shall I? You go ahead. Okay. Digging up from where I left off, um, the first um, lesser-known religion that I will be talking about tonight is Jainism. Jainism is traditionally known as Jaina Dharma. It's an Indian religion that prescribes to a path of nonviolence toward all living beings and emphasizes spiritual independence and equality between all forms of life. Practitioners believe that nonviolence and self-control are the means by which we can obtain liberation. Currently, Jainism is divided into two major sects, Digambara and Setambara. The word Jainism is derived from the Sanskrit verb jinn, which means to conquer. And the conquering, in this case, is your own passions and bodily pleasures. Those who win this battle are termed Jaina, the conqueror. The term Jaina is thus referred, used to refer to the layman of this tradition. Jainism is one of the oldest religions in the world. Jains traditionally chase their history through a succession of 24 um, propagators of their faith. Um, known as the Um and for long periods of time Jainism was the state religion of Indian kingdoms and widely adopted in the Indian subcontinent. The religion has been in decline since the 8th century um, CE due to growth of and oppression by the followers of other faiths. Do we really need to talk about what those other faiths might be? <laughs> Islam, Sikhism even Christianity, of course, um, due to the the um, British and French colonization. Um, Jainism is a religious minority in India with 4.2, fo- 4.2 million followers, and there are small but notable migrant communities in Belgium, Canada, Hong Kong, Japan, Singapore, and the United States. Jains have the highest degree of literacy of any religious community in India, Because, I mean, if you're out here trying to conquer your bodily passions, what else are you going to do? Read a lot. (laughs) And their manuscript libraries are the oldest in the country. Um, Jains are so deeply invested in the path of nonviolence that the fanatics of the religion will actually um, cover their mouths with scarves to prevent themselves from inhaling bugs. Like this is this is what a fanatic is in their religion a fanatic isn't strapping a bomb to yourself or shooting up an abortion clinic it's making sure that you don't accidentally inhale and ingest even the smallest most seemingly insignificant creature What say you co-host Mario Mario. Oh,
2: my bad, my bad, my bad. Did you fall asleep? I have been on mute this whole time. I have been on know. mute this whole time ever.
3: You've been on mute this entire time. <laughs> I thought you were eating bacon or something. I don't know. No, I, I <laughs> dang. What? Dang it. Like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Did I, did I reach too far with that one?
2: No, 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 no. You know, you know, mm-hmm. you know than the blaspheme against bacon. Exactly. Now, um. Um. Yeah, all that you know, just, you know, it sounds like it might have actually worked out a little bit better if it wasn't for the fact that, you know, you got to add in the human need to control and kill and all that good shit, you know, how that goes. Uh, um, that,
3: well, people uh, don't believe in killing, and that's probably why their religion is exactly. dying, because they've been getting killed off by religions that do believe in killing.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's amazing how many of them out there, too. It's, it's gleeful about killing people. You don't believe what we believe. We got to kill you, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know. Interestingly um, enough, interestingly enough, if the world, world only had those people that believe that religion, they'd find a reason to kill each other still.
3: I'm not, I don't know. I mean, there would be James, and there would be atheists. So in that context, there would be atheists doing the killing. Anyone that felt the urge to kill and could not control themselves can be a part of this religion, could they?
2: Right. They I was talking about, like, Christianity or Islam. I was talking about, like, Christianity or Islam. Oh, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. But, I mean, if, if, because Christians kill each other all the time, Muslims kill each other all the time. It's not like every Muslim that dies is a byproduct of someone, some other religious person.
2: Right, uh-huh. right, right. But, you know, I mean, I, I can't really have too many complaints against a religion that doesn't grief, uh, practice gleefully killing people, as many people as it can. You know, exactly. You know, I can't find now, too much fault on that.
3: Now, as far as the universe is concerned, Jaina beliefs, um postulate that the universe was never created, nor will it ever cease to exist. It is independent and self-sufficient and does not require any superior power to govern it. Now, that's something that nobody else believes. There's no superior power governing it? You mean there's no one looking out specifically for me and created the world just for me?
0: <gasps> <Wow>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> shock and awe, Mario. Shock and awe. According to the game of the it was divided into three parts the upper, middle, and lower worlds, called respectively Urvka Loka, Maya Loka, and Adoloka. Um, it is made up of six constituents, Jiva, the living entity, Pragula, the matter, Dharma Tattva, the substance responsible for motion, a Dharma Tattva, the substance responsible for rest, Akasa, base, and Kala, time. Time is beginning with an eternal, the cosmic wheel of time, called Kala Chakra, rotates ceaselessly. It is divided into halves, called Utsufini and Savafrini. Safini is a period of progressive prosperity where happiness increases, while Savrapini is a period of increasing sorrow and immortality. Jainism views animals and life itself in an utterly different light, reflecting an indigenous Asian scientific analysis that yields a different definition of the soul, the human person, the structure of the cosmos, and ethics. So obviously, to, to I'm going to narrow in on their views on nonviolence. The Mm. principle of nonviolence, or ahimsa, is the most distinctive and well-known aspect of the Jaina religious practice. The Jaina understanding and implementation of ahimsa is a more radical, scrupulous, and comprehensive view than in other religions. Nonviolence is seen as the most essential religious duty for everyone. Not worshiping of a god, not self gratification, not gaining a prosperity, not finding loopholes in order to do whatever you want, but nonviolence. Um, according to the Jain text, a scrupulous and thorough application of nonviolence to everyday life, and especially food, um, is the most important aspect of your life. The Jaina diet, observed by the followers of Jaina culture and philosophy, is one of the most rigorous forms of spiritually motivated diet found either on the Indian subcontinent or elsewhere It is completely Vegan And it even
2: oh, excludes God.
3: Onions onions Even excludes onions and garlics, Which other vegans do eat No,
1: um, not, no bacon Or onions
3: man No <laughs> And they additionally exclude Potatoes and other root vegetables Root vegetables are Excluded oh. because of Um the sort of animals that live on them or or feed off them when they're in the ground still. So by pulling them out, you are interrupting that animal's feasting. So potatoes, onions, garlic, all that's got to go. Root vegetables got to go. Um, yeah, for James, for me. Um, lacto-vegetarianism is the minimal obligation, meaning that you can eat dairy. And I doubt that James, living in the Western world, consumed dairy because of The way the condition in which animals are, the violent conditions that the animals in the dairy industry are raised. It's probably only doable for the Jains that are living in India and own their own cows and are milking them themselves. Um, Any, even small particles of the bodies of dead animals or eggs is completely unacceptable. Jain scholars and activists support veganism.
0: Um, Oh, God.
3: Yeah, as like I mentioned earlier, the production of dairy products is perceived to involve violence against cows. Strict genes do not eat vegetables potatoes and onions because tiny organisms are injured when the plant is pulled up and also because the bulb or tuber's ability to sprout is seen as characteristic of a living being. Yeah, it's real. So definitely these people are not going to be attacking anyone anytime soon. There are probably none of them in any prison anywhere on earth. (laughs)
2: Lord and they do not mercy. even
3: involve violence in their speech because harsh words are considered a form of violence.
2: God, oh, man, I mean, that means I killed a lot of damn people.
3: <laughs> although, every day, although every life form is said to deserve protection from injury, James admit that this idea simply cannot be completely implemented in practice. The point is to do the very best that you possibly can and hence recognize they there's a hierarchy of life that gives less protection to immobile beings than to mobile ones, which are further distinguished by the number of senses they possess from five from one to five. So they understand that, you know, even among humanity, a person that is, say, a quadriplegic, that is also blind, is definitely more prone to injury and death than a person that is an athlete and has all five senses.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm.
3: Um James agreed that violence in self-defense can be justified and that a soldier who kills enemies in combat is performing a legitimate duty. Um, Jain communities have accepted the use of military power for their defense, and there have been Jain monarchs, military commanders, and soldiers, but this is very, very, very rare. Because, again, like I said, the very strictest followers cover their mouths um, so as not to inhale bugs. They do not eat root vegetables so as not to kill microorganisms. So for them, there is no just justification for violence, even in self-defense and in war.
2: Lord, man. so they, Wow, that's a little bit too pacifist, pacifist for me. And I'm a pacifist. But I uh-huh. kick some ass if I need to. All so right, I watch enough vowel, movie movies but- to know something. So
1: I mean
3: these are their vows of not of self control before you get any further because you're about to you're about to get a shock here. There's ahimsa, like I said, which is non-violence no harm to any living beings. There's satya, which is, literally means truth. James vowed to always speak the truth. Given that that nonviolence is a priority, this principle often has to yield um whenever there is conflict. If if they're in a situation where speaking the truth could lead to violence, silence is observed. <laughs> there is a steya, which is not to take anything that is not willingly offered. Attempting to extort material wealth from others, even through coercion, or to exploit the weak is considered theft. There is brahmakaria, um, which requires the exercise of control over the senses by refraining from indulgence in sexual activity. Obviously, you do practice this. <laughs> clearly, and there is apagara, which means non-possessiveness. This vow is to observe detachment from people, places, and material things. Basically, you don't own anything, you don't own anyone. You completely renounce property and social relations. Clearly, not all James practices this either.
2: Oh man, and bacon cheeseburger meals, man. I mean, that's... That's cold blooded.
1: I think mean, I could yeah. And no sex, man? I mean, we already know. <sighs> no,
3: no bacon, no sex, and no onions. Mario, Mario's not about that life.
1: No.
2: Sure not. Hmm. <laughs> I'll, I'll
0: pass on that. But
3: how do you feel about this religion as far as the way it feels about, um, like the last few things I said, the nonviolence? The control, the the telling the truth, and how it even sees exploitation as a form of theft. How do you think such a religion, if it were the dominant religion, would change modern society?
2: All all jokes aside, if that religion was a dominant religion, I think it would not. there There are so many things in human history that would have never happened. You know, I mean, I understand human nature as it is, is what it is. But religion kind of uses human nature to exploit and our uh, control and you know the violence you know you say hey that land over there is ours by divine right god said that land belongs to us go kill those people and get their land those people don't worship god as like we do go kill those people they're heretics you know um yeah. again a lot of the law, i mean they, the, yeah they, the reverse.
3: even hold on continue Oh I was yeah, going to bring up a point I was going to bring up a point about war um because when you said about um history my mind automatically went to the crusades um uh, now yeah. again i said that some james do think that it is acceptable to for to, to be violent um in self defense or to defend yourself against an enemy that means to do you harm but right. um, in that context you cannot justify something like the crusades and you certainly right. can't defy the exploitation of the Catholic Church among the poorest of the world's poor.
2: Right. So, I mean, we're talking alone, about, you know, like dominant religions that write books specifically meant to um, uh, root out and torture women who they suspect might be witches. The Hammer of Witches, the Malleus Maleficarum. Mal- 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 I know I didn't say that right. So like that, I mean, you had a dude in Christianity, you had a dude whose sole job, with the design shit to torture people. That's that guy's job. You know what I'm saying? So there is that if given I mean there's a, there's, an odd, there's an odd paradox here because on one hand, if that religion were the dominant religion, 99% of the problems human history experienced would never happen, but given human 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 nature even even in, in, even before the dominance of uh, Christianity and stuff like that, that religion would not have become the dominant religion. Humans need. I mean, based on his, what I read in his, history, humans need to destroy and take shit.
3: Yeah, I mean, I can see why this religion went from a major religion in India to being almost unheard of in this day and age. Right, because right. we cannot compete when your enemies are not only violent, but rapidly propagating. You know, both right. Islam and Christianity, for example, specifically within Catholicism, oh. um, for the for the most part, the practitioners don't believe in or adhere to birth control. But they are about copulating and propagating as much as possible within a marriage. So when you have a religion, you know, I, I doubt that you'll find many Jains in modern, in the modern world that have very, very large families. That would right. probably be indicative of lack of self-control. And um, there, there are, you know, papers that have been published on Jainism where labor is seen as the unavoidable, the only form of avo- unavoidable violence in a Jain's life. When your mother is giving birth to you, you're putting her through agony. And so a lot of Jane men feel that um, keeping a woman pregnant or having a woman be pregnant, um, you are putting her through just, in our modern-day culture, avoidable agony where she could also die. People, Women still die in labor. And so that is seen as an act of violence.
2: Hmm. Damn, that is that is a lot to absorb, man.
3: It's not about that be plentiful and multiply stuff that we've been hearing. Like, this know, is legitimately, no. I don't want to cause you any pain. I don't want to cause anything or anyone any pain, even with the words that I speak.
2: Good grief. Damn, can you imagine how many people you killed like that, man? I mean, there's, like, a lot of people who are
0: just...
3: With harsh words?
0: Just, yeah. Hmm.
3: Mm I don't know. I'm I'm really particular about that. If I've been harsh with anyone, definitely not anyone that I know. I try to go out of my way not to like. Even if I'm harsh with someone, I'll never like to make it personal. Like call them, you know, like call them out on certain aspects of their character or certain things about their life. Because I know some people that do that. They're in the middle of an argument, and they'll just be like, "Well, you're ignorant anyway." Or blah 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 blah. That's why so and so can't stand you, or something like that. It has nothing to do with the, the topic at hand. But if I were Jane, I would have certainly, definitely failed a, a, mil- a trillion fold by now. Um right. And I I, 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 it definitely puts into mind what the world would be like with this religion. Because of all the religions that we've covered so far, between, um, you know, within the last segment of the show as well, this is definitely the only one that I would see the world would be bettered if everyone followed.
2: Mm-hmm. wouldn't definitely wouldn't be 8 billion people, I'll tell you that.
3: There wouldn't, but, you know, there wouldn't be little girls um, being sold off into marriage and then suffering horrible int- internal bleeding and dying either from being raped on their, quote-unquote, wedding night. And you you read yeah. about that. The people that don't yeah. talk, we're talking about the little girl from Yemen who um, died earlier this week because she was she's eight and she was married off to a forty year old, and she sustained severe injuries during the rape. I'm not going to call it sex during the rape, and she she bled to death.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, um, uh...
3: definitely doubt if that's not violence. I don't know what is. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that that hurt right there. I didn't like that. I didn't like reading that. Uh, okay. Ooh, 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 ooh. So, what else you got?
3: Um. Okay. Well, before I go on, before we go on to your first one, I'm going to go on to this one. Mm-hmm. I hadn't pulled it up yet, but um, one of my best friends told me about this quite a long time ago. Um, it's called Manach Manicheism. Mm-hmm. Um, Manicheism Um, Manachism. Um and is a major gnostic religion originating in babylonia um manichaeism taught an elaborate dualistic cosmology describing the struggle between good um a spiritual world of light and evil material world of darkness um manichaeism is called especially in older sources manichae or more recently manichaean um, basically, in this religion, you have this guy, Mani, um, an Iranian, Iranian by birth, who was born in 216 AD in Mesopotamia, which was ruled by Persia. The king of Persia put him to death sometime between 274 and 277. Mani taught the teachings of Buddha, um, Zoroaster, and Um, Jesus were incomplete And that his revelations were for the entire world Calling his teachings The revelation of light He began preaching At an early age And in his writings um, He wrote that He taught that um, Jesus possessed three separate qualities Jesus the luminous Jesus the messiah Jesus the patabilis A.k.a. the suffering Jesus as Jesus, mm-hmm. his, the primary role was as supreme revealer and guide, and it was he who woke Adam from his slumber and revealed to him the divine origins of his soul and its painful captivity by the body and mixture with matter. Jesus the Messiah was a historical being who was a prophet of the Jews and the forerunner of many. However, the Manichaeans believed he was wholly divine. He never experienced the human birth as notions of physical concept, and birth so the Manichaeans' horror, and the Christian doctrine of virgin birth was regarded as equally obscene. Since he was the light of the world, where was this light? They asked. When he was in the womb of the virgin, that's a really good question, actually.
0: <laughs>
3: Jesus, the <laughs> Messiah, was truly born at his baptism, as is on that was on that occasion the father openly acknowledged his sonship. The suffering, death, and resurrection of this Jesus were in appearance only as. They had no za- salvific value, but were of exemplum of the suffering and eventual deliverance of the human soul and pre-figura- prefiguration of Manny's own martyrdom. Number three, the pain suffered by the imprisoned light particles in the whole of the visible universe, on the other hand, was real and imminent. Historians also note that Manny declared himself to be an apostle of Jesus Christ. Menachain tradition is also noted. To have claimed that Manny was a reincarnation of different religious figures from Buddha, Lord Krishna, Zoroaster, and Jesus. So mm. he's if Manny was the original plagiarizer, um, mm. but I think his I think his 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 question on where was this light when he was in Mary's womb is a legitimate question. Um, like was 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 she like extra glowy when she was pregnant? Like, what was up with Mary's pregnancy? Um, but he was persecuted, and the the Manichans were um, persecuted, and now there are only a few of them um, left in the world, um, most of them centered in Baghdad at the moment. Yeah, so this is one that's pretty much dead. Um, Manny <laughs> and Manny's however believes something rather interesting. There are two creation stories. The original, originally, good and evil exist in two separate realms. The evil, flawed God created our world. The good God is the one that tries to redeem us. However, um, they believe that adherence to false scripture or being overly invested in the things of this material world. Again, I'm going to go back to what I said before. Adherence to false scripture um, would mean that you would not be redeemed by the real, true God, the good one that cares about us. If that is the case, in this particular belief system, a good atheist could go to heaven.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Too
3: bad they're all dead. uh. Um, Mm-hmm. Like honestly, I, I didn't I, I'm surprised this religion didn't last longer because it's the original copy paste.
0: <laughs>
3: Just like throw a bunch of stuff together and you got yourself a deal. Okay, so what's your first one for the night?
4: Okay. Um,
2: okay, I get to start off with Scientology. Tom Cruise, John Travolta is you know, crazy <laughs> shit. All right. This whole wicked-ass thing was started off by, you know, L. Ron Hubbard. And I know, you know, somehow it got categorized as a religion, even though it was sort of invented by a guy who writes sci-fi, you know, books and whatnot. Um, um it, it, Despite the fact that none of this shit has been proven, man, I mean, Let me see. I mean, it's just... For one thing, um, Scientologists believe that souls, which they call thetans, reincarnate and have lived on other planets before living on Earth. And then somehow, some of the related teachings they they have reveal to practitioners until they they... They scam people, too, you know? So a lot of these people have to go through all these controversial little tests and stuff like that and donate a lot of money and they have these funky little little things called e readers. An e reader is uh uh is supposed to detect whether or not a person has been relieved from spiritual impediment of past experiences. Okay. Scientologists they use this <laughs> Uh, uh, you can o- only a trained Scientologist can do this. You know, it's, it's some type of funky little board with a lot of knobs and dials on it, and everything. And um, it's supposed to use some type of electrical instrument, instrument based on something called the Wheatstone Bridge. I have no idea what the hell that is, which measures the subject's galvanic skin response by inducing a tiny electrical current the device measures changes in the body's electrical resistance in the case of the e meter the voltage applied is between 1 volt and 5 volts and the induced current of in the order of the fr- fractions is of a milliamp a, what the fuck does that mean the the e the 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 e meter sessions are conducted by Scientology staff who they they call these people auditors so I guess they're auditing your
1: something. I want to be a soul
3: auditor. That sounds awesome, though.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's really ridiculous, man. They started off with some shit. Now remember these these commercials for Dianetics.
3: Can I repossess um, your soul? Like, can you owe back taxes I? on on a soul? Seriously, I hope no not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um. And Dianetics, you know, Dionysus was the first one that he kind of started off with, Warren Herbert did, and he, which he called um, spiritual healing technology and an organized science of thought. And the intent of Dianetics is to free individuals of the influence of past traumas by systematic exposure and removal of the engrams these events have left behind in a process called clearing. You see how this works out? It's like, I got to make up all this shit and I got to make up shit for the made up shit that I just made up. So, Mm -hmm. you know. Well,
3: here's a lot of people don't understand about Scientology and you mentioned it earlier but I feel feel the need to elaborate on it. L. Ron Hubbard was a science fiction writer. He did not Mm -hmm. sell well. He turned that science fiction into a religion and he started selling. And L. Ron Hubbard like I have, to, I have to give the guy I give an enormous respect as a writer because he wanted to make a living writing. He saw a way to make that living writing, and he preyed on the gullibility and susceptibility of human beings who, even after he publishes a work of fiction, resold it as a religious text, and they ate it up. They consume it. And, I, you know, people think it's so weird that so many actors and actresses and musicians are part of Scientology, but it's like these are creative people. They, you know, write music or immerse themselves in fictional, um, you know, movies and screenplays all the time. Why wouldn't they be interested by something that seems so much more dramatic than any other religion thus far? Right. And, you know, and doesn't really right. infringe on their life. And, oh, there's demons, and there's aliens,
0: and we have right.
3: auditors, and you can pay us to fix what's wrong with you. You don't really have to change your lifestyle at all. It's like Catholicism 2.0. You can buy your mm-hmm. way into heaven. You can buy your way into being a better person. Um, there are loopholes to fix what's wrong with you. And there's nothing really wrong with you. It's all the bad things that aliens did to you in your past life, they're responsible for yeah. what's wrong with mm-hmm. your life and what's wrong with you as a person. You shouldn't change your character at all. No, no, no. Just let us fix you for the low, low, low price of everything in your bank account. And right. And science um, is awesome because it can also give people the illusion that they're not religious when they are.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hmm.
2: So, you know, it, and it, when it gets down to it, I mean, they found out all these kind of ways. They made up all these little things. Like, they made up this the, the Thetan, which is, you know, the individualized expression of the cosmic force, the life force, you know. is named after that Greek letter, the Thetan, Thetan you know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. uh, true Thetan, identity yeah. of a person, the intrinsically good, omnipresent, omniscient, non-material core compatib- compatible of unlimited creativity. What the fuck does that mean? anyway.
3: Um, so they hand I mean, so all, the, they all the bad things that aliens do you have limitless potential mhm
2: and um it, according to them the 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 the- thetans you know pretty much created the universe for their own for their own good for their own enjoyment um but the universe has no independent reality and it devises apparent reality from the fact that most Thetans agree it exists whatever, yeah, see,
1: you see, you see how that works see, out? Yeah. Things
2: are reborn time and time again in new bodies through a process called assumption, which is a now looking, I can't say that word for some people, which is similar to reincarnation. Um, Like, I mean, just think about that. Just think about how that works. You believe that your bodies are born time and time again, and you've created a word to describe this process. You know what I'm saying? With, you know, I mean, it, it, other religions, other religions like Hinduism also believe in something similar to that and everything. But you, it just shows how much he's cribbed from other different religions to make this shit up. Um, mm-hmm. They also believe that there are two major divisions of the mind: the reactive mind, which is thought, which is supposed to absorb pain and emotional trauma, and the analytical mind, which is the rational mechanism, which is responsible for consciousness. Uh, the reactive mind stores mental in- images which are not readily available to the analytical, which is conscious mind. These are also referred to as engrams.
0: <laughs>
2: engrams are painful and debilitating, as they accumulate. People move further away from their true identity. They emphasize the importance of survival, which is subdivided into eight classifications that are that, that are referred to in the di- in, as Dianetics. Which I'm not going to get into all of that, but you know, they. I mean, i just as I'm reading this, you know, and I read through a lot of this earlier, and I wrote some of this stuff down just to, just to, to keep it keep it straight. But you, I know, mean, when you're reading all this stuff, it's way. It's a lot of information to absorb for one thing, and you just rely on the sheer amount of bullshit and or genius it took create to to create this. I they have a, a um a church that have a cross. With the horizontal bar represents the material universe, and the vertical bar represents the spirit. Thus, the spirit is seen to be rising triumphantly, ultimately transcending the turmoil of the physical universe to achieve salvation. What the hell does that mean? Look, if you're going to make up your own religion, you know, try to <laughs> reduce the bullshit down to where other people can read it and understand it. You know, because as I'm reading this, it's like, it's like, Fucking, what's that dude that hang out with Oprah? You know, that
1: that guy who Uh-oh, wrote. Oh, Dr. Oz.
2: Yeah, yeah all that met, pseudoscience, metaphysical bullshit, you know what I'm saying? It seemed like he, this guy wrote the secret. Oh, you know what? It kind of reminds me was, of the
3: guy. What is his name? The one who wrote The Secret. I can't think of that sucker's name. The one who wrote Purpose Driven Life.
1: Yeah, Yeah. And the
3: other one. Who wrote The Secret, though?
2: I, I can't get that remember guy that a, dude's name. But, um, I can't think of that dude's name. I, I'll, I'll probably think of it after the fact. But um, um, they also have this idea that um that a lot of problems are just just a lot of problems you have are just because humans are imperfect. They you know. Um, and because, but because of this, they also believe that people are male, male, malevolent, you know. Mm-hmm. Hubbard himself believed that 80% of all people are what he called social personalities, people who welcome and contribute to the welfare of others. The main 20% were suppressive persons. According to Hubbard, only t- about 2.5% of this 20% are helplessly, hopelessly antisocial personalities, these make up a small portion of truly dangerous individuals in humanity. The Adolf, uh, quote, the Adolf Hitlers and the Genghis Khan, the unrepentant murderers, and the drug lords. Scientologists believe that any contact with suppressive and antisocial individuals has an an adverse effect.
3: No, no, I'm sorry. Real question. I, I just have to ask this question. This is a real question. I'm not defending drug lords, but how is being a drug lord the same as being a genocidal dictator?
2: I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me let me repeat that quote though. Yeah. Quote. Yeah. The Adolf Hitlers and the Genghis Khan, the unrepentant murderers, and the drug lords. Scientologists believe that any contact with suppressive or antisocial individuals has an adverse effect on one's spiritual condition, necessitating disconnection. I wow. Don't even – I mean –
3: How does a person he, say so much and say nothing at all?
2: Exactly. It's
0: like, <laughs> What the hell does that mean?
2: <laughs> anyway – so, you know, you get down to these auditing sessions, and they got these these funky little machines. How did you invent a machine to measure uh, someone, whether or not someone has let go of their spiritual self or something like that? I, um, you invented a machine to measure this shit. I mean, where the hell where was your control to establish even if this shit works? I mean, it's like your episode of Ghost Hunters and stuff, and with this saying, there's a ghost there because this, this meter here is moving and shit. How do you know that's what that is? It, you just made this stuff up in your garage, man, and put it well, together, it, and somebody oh, says that this is supposed to measure this shit. And you. Uh,
3: okay, I'm going to <laughs> have to turn on my inner writer now, okay? When a person <laughs> writes a work of fiction, Anything that they write within that work of fiction is true simply because they say it is. For the space of time that I read Harry Potter, all of that is true. I must assume it's true or I am not able to enjoy the fiction. The writer must play with my emotions in such a way that I'm able to manifest a fantasy in my mind or they're not a good writer. Right. Now, Ron Hubbard right. was a good writer that had minimal exposure. Turning this into a religion gave him mass exposure. So, kudos for that. Boo for turning pretty much everyone in Hollywood into a bunch of Scientology worshipping idiots.
2: Oh, <laughs> I spit this out. So, the Scientology asserts that people have hidden abilities which have not been fully realized. It is believed and. Increase is believed in increase spiritual awareness and physical benefits are accomplished through counseling say, sessions referred to as auditing. Um, through this auditing, these people can solve their problems and free themselves of the engrams. This restores them to their natural conditions, condition as thetans and enables them to be at cause in their daily lives, responding rationally and creatively to life events rather than reacting to them under the control under the direction of stored engrams. Um the auditing session is one on one with a or the counselor, uh with a Scientology counselor. Um and basically it's supposed to help you discover and understand engrams. Oh oh no. The auditors test to help discover and understand engrams and their limiting effects for him or herself. Most auditing requires an e-reader, a device that ma- measures minute changes in electrical resistance through the body when a person holds electrodes, and a small current is passed through them. <laughs> so, the watch for changes in the e-meter's display, helps locate the in-ground. <laughs> Once an area of concern has been identified, the auditor asks the individual specific questions about it in order to help him or her eliminate the in-ground. And use the E meter to confirm that the engrams charge has been dissipated, and the engram has in fact been in fact been cleared. Mm. <laughs>
0: wow! This
2: guy was a genius, man. And these people eating it up. You got Tom Cruise and John Travolta giving millions of dollars to these people. This mm-hmm. is Tyler Perry before Tyler Perry was Tyler Perry.
0: Oh right. no, no!
3: This is so much more. Um, organized and streamlined, and the way that this religion is growing financially is faster than any other religion.
1: And they're they they rich.
3: They they're not trying to. They are not goal, um, If if you're broke, and they've made that clear. Instead of instead right. of you know getting lots of money slowly over a long period of time from billions of broke people, we can get a large amount of money. At, in a very short amount of time, from a few insanely rich people, right, much better point. Right.
2: right. And they, um, and of course a lot of things I've heard about Scientology, the Church of Scientology is—they are not to be messed with. They really will aggressively try to harass perse- and prosecute you. So,
3: if any one of uh, you guys is listening from the Church of Scientology, I so didn't mean the last fifteen minutes.
4: <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs>
4: she made me do it. So,
3: he, oh wow! Throw me into the bus, or they—they they probably have something much bigger than a bus, huh? Um, throw me to the helicopter blades. I don't know. Thanks, Mario. Thanks.
2: <laughs>
3: okay. Okay, um, that, okay. That's, that's I'll,
2: I mean. I'll, I'll let you,
3: I'll let you, you, let you roll on. <laughs> The next one on my <laughs> list, you know, I'm going to skip this one because there are a couple more interesting ones that I want to get to first. Um, okay, so the one that I want to talk about next is called Quimbanda. We talked about the relate, late related religions of Quimbanda and Kandoble on the last show, which is, which the link can be found in the chat box, but... Quimbanda is another Afro-Brazilian religion practiced primarily, primarily in the urban city centers of Brazil. Quimbanda practices are typically associated with magic rituals, um, ritual animal sacrifice, and marginal locations, excess, and um, Pombagira spirits. Quimbanda was originally contained under the religious tradition of Macumba, In the early years of the 21st century, um, it began to assert, despite historical records to the contrary, um, that Quimbanda was totally separate from Umbanda. Umbanda represented the more Europeanized traits of the religion, while Quimbanda emphasized black magic. Quimbanda has continued to insist that it is a distinct religion while rejecting Catholic and Cardesic spiritist influences That have penetrated Umbanda And Candomblé And other afro brazilian religions So this is where it is different from the others Um, There is no merging Of other sects of Christianity Or merging with Catholicism None of that They try to reject that as much as they can And Umbanda chooses to remain um, A strictly um, African-based religion In Umbanda The male spirits are known as exes they are considered very aggressive and immoral. Um, Exus refers to the the phalanx of spirits occupying the lowest levels of the spirit hierarchy. Um, 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 Pambagiras is another set of deities associated with um, Quimanda that are not directly derived from the Yoruba religious tradition. Pambagiras, the female counterparts of Exus, are um frequently described as the spirits of prostitutes.
0: <laughs> prominent
3: prominent such as pomagher, Maria, Mulambo, also known as Maria of the Trash, are used for specific rituals often <laughs> relating to their names. Mulambo refers to someone who is wearing ragged clothing or someone who is very, very unlucky. Therefore, Pomegur Maria Mulambo is summoned to overturn or destroy someone and make them a Mulambo. So if you want to make someone uh, a broke-down, completely poor prostitute on the corner, you summon the spirit, and she'll make this person completely raggedy and ratchet for you. Ogum is an orisha of warfare and middle. Ogum is also known as the lord at the center of the crossroads. Rituals involving Ogum are typically less aggressive and more justice-bound than that of of Exu. Exu um, um, rituals are um, come from illicit desires, and they're also linked with urban street life, vice, lust, crime, sexual indulgence. But with Ogum, um, there is... It's 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 less aggressive than that. Um, the In classic Kumbana ritual, um, it consists of several parts. The motive, the dedication to the spirit, the marginal location, the metal or clay or whatever earthy material, an alcoholic drink, a scent, a food, usually a pepper, flour, palm oil mixture sometimes called Miami, Miami, Miami. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, and depending on the purpose of the the ritual, some of these these things will change obviously, but basically it's to make things happen in your life and in the life of others. This is very different from Wicca, which um says that you know you 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 can do whatever you want, whatever kind of magic you want as long as it doesn't harm anyone in korbana you there are specific rituals that you can do with a specific intent to Harm someone um, in certain rituals, devotees offer sacrificial pigeons, hens, roosters, goats, sheep, and bulls to help an exus spirit progress in power and capability. If you kill uh, for instance, um, if one kills a black rooster at a crossroads and puts into a vase the the parts of the rooster that correspond. To the parts of the body of the person they wish to harm, this will make the spell more effective. In another, oh, you okay. sacrifice several black goats and birds while singing a ponto, The genitals of the animal are removed and offered to Exu, along with other items such as rum, cigars, and food. Next, blood is drawn from the animal sacrifices and is mixed into wine, then passed around the room in a communal bowl. Ew.
0: Ugh.
3: Following this, participants write down a list of their enemies, which are stuffed into the mouth of a toad. The mouth of the toad is then sewn together with red and black thread, the colors of XU, and buried into the ground. As the toad slowly decays from starving to death with paper in its mouth, these names written on the list will slowly be destroyed. So yeah, they go hard.
0: <laughs>
2: that is so interesting.
3: I was, I'm reading this, I'm like, you guys, like, first thought in my mind was, you mad, bro? Like, really? Why is it even mm. that serious that you're going to go to all of this to destroy someone?
0: The <laughs> Some are
3: distinctly African. The great African slave trade um, brought a lasting African cultural presence to the Americas. In Brazil, by the 19th century, the slave population outnumbered the free population. The slave population increased when free men of African descent, libertos, were added to the slave population, the African culture bought by slaves to Brazil slowly mixed with the indigenous Brazilian culture, In the large urban centers such as Rio de Janeiro, where the African slave population were the most concentrated, the colonial regime enforced a social control system to suppress the rising population. However, instead of suppressing the African slave population, the colonial regime system had the opposite effect. The system divided the slave population into nations which preserved, protected, and even institutionalized African religions and secular traditions. And that's why you have Munkamba, Undomble, um, um Quimbanda, and Candomblé. And, of course, the many, many um, offsprings of Afro-Brazilian European religions merging together. Um so, yeah, this is definitely a religion that would be very, very, I mean, I, we probably have just as much, if not more, violence, especially toward animals, um, if this religion were a dominant one. Like, yeah, it pour, pour creepy. and chickens and goats. Yeah.
1: It's, chicken. It's kind of I mean, how can you have anything against chicken? I mean chicken is awesome. They don't
3: have anything against a chicken. The chicken is a means to an end. If I kill this chicken, then that chick who stole the last pair of shoes in my size that pay less last week will die.
2: You would do something like that, wouldn't
3: No, I would not. I'm not even a shoe worker like that. Like that w- that was just an example, people. I'm I'm not doing black magic against anyone, I promise. <laughs> But, yeah, this is the sort of thing where you think you can control, uh, you can you can project your feelings of anger instead of dealing with them in a healthy way. Let's put animal blood in the communal bowl and drink it and sacrifice animals and bury them alive and cut off their genitals at crossroads in order to destroy someone's life. Not even so much with the intent of bettering your own life most of
2: the time. Whatever happened to just shooting somebody? I mean...
1: Why can't it just be that, that simple, you know?
2: You know what? I would rather
3: someone kill a toad and bury it with my name in its mouth than come after me with a shotgun. I'm just saying. Because bullets are
2: real. That's your point.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's just me. Like, I don't want to die. Bullets are real. I'm not bulletproof. So, no. No to that. You keep on... you. Keep on drinking from that communal wine bowl. That communal, that communal bowl, though, of wine mixed with animal blood kind of makes me want to vomit just a little bit.
2: Oh, man. That was something I saw in which they, there's another practice that I, it may be the same people, that they drink animal blood mixed with their the milk or some shit. It's really Disgusting.
3: It could be. I know in Haitian Voodoo, there's a lot. There's some rituals that involve animal milk as well. I, wait, that's another. That's another one that we are getting in on tonight.
2: Haitian Voodoo.
3: Yeah, yeah. we're going to talk well, about that's... Haitian Voodoo and Louisiana Voodoo, which actually does sport some differences.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's going to be an interesting one. I can't wait till we get to that one.
3: Okay, what's your next one?
0: Okay.
2: (sighs) We're talking now about Happy Science. Happy Science, that's the name of this religion. It's a new religious and spiritual movement founded in Japan in 1986 by this one dude, because I can't pronounce Japanese names. I'm not even going to attempt to. Um, But it's called... um, his last name is Akawa. I can pronounce that at least. But he claims to be able to channel the spirits of Muhammad, Christ, Buddha, and Confucius and claims to be the, re- the incarnation of the spirit, supreme spiritual being called El Encontre. God oh. Almighty. Already we're off to a roll with this one. Mm-hmm. Continue. I mean, that is, yeah, that is just... Wow, I mean, you just hold on a second. You just combined four completely different things into the same pot, stirred it up, and then made up your own supreme supreme being called L and Cantare, C A N T A R E. Somebody can pronounce uh, that stuff better. Anyway, Happy Science claims that L and L Cantare is the true hidden name of the Heavenly Father in the Old Testament. Testament, Elohim, known in the Middle East as the God of creation, El, and in other ancient cultures of the world as the cosmic tree of life mm-hmm. and world tree. He also you to say? have. did you say, did,
3: did you say Elohim?
2: It's, yeah, yeah, he it said he just that... just reminded
3: um, me of um, Whoopi Goldberg's crazy character and For Colored Girls, but she was out on the streets begging for money for the Church of Elohim. Yeah, do you see that movie?
2: Hell no, I ain't seen that movie. <laughs> you should. It's it's awesome.
3: <laughs> that scene in particular is, like, awesome. It's like, Elohim, you know, I already knew you have bad spirits in you. I'm going to raise money for Elohim, and then she tried to anoint her daughters with um, candle wax or candle oil and set them ablaze to remove the spirits.
2: Any movie I watch has Jason Statham. That movie doesn't have Jason Statham, so I'm not going to see it. So, <laughs> all right. So, uh, um, he also claims to have direct communication with the guardian spirits of political f- figures, with whom he conducts interviews, published in the organization's newsletter, The Liberty, and in the book. So, this man has interviews with the spirits of with the guardian spirits of political figures, basically. He, I'm interviewing Em here. I'm, no, I'm not interviewing him. I'm interviewing her go, uh, fairy godmother. Okay, so mm. I don't know how that works. All right.
3: I'm a fairy godmother?
2: Probably so. You never know. Please he
3: tell her that she's right. falling off and she's fired.
2: According to his book, The Next President, he has a book called The Next President, Spiritual Interviews with the Guardian Spirits of Newt Gingrich versus Mitt Romney versus Rick Santorum. This man wrote a book called The Next President, Spiritual Interviews with the Guardian Spirits of Newt Gingrich versus Mitt Romney versus Rick Santorum.
1: Whoa.
2: I'm gonna let y'all think, I'm gonna pause and let y'all think about that one for a second. I, I'm yeah, not even I sure how,
3: how I should
2: feel about this. <laughs> okay. The basic teachings of happy science are exploration of the right mind and the principles of happiness. According to uh, uh, Akawa, in order to obtain happiness, one must practice the principles of happiness known as the fourfold path, love, wisdom, self-reflection, and progress. Doesn't sound so bad, huh? The only requirement to join Happy Science is that applicants must have the aspiration and vision to seek the way and contribute to the realization of love, happiness, and peace on Earth. At the same time, Happy Science propounds a large range of uh, political views, including support for Japanese military expansion, support for the use of nuclear power, and denial of the historical events such as the Nanking, Nanking Massacre in China. This guy promotes love, peace, and happiness, yet get desi- purposely writes into the doctrine of his religion that they denied the massacre, the Nanking massacre in China, which was uh, pretty bad, to say the least. And um, I think there's a movie on that on Netflix. I can't remember the name off, off the top of my head, but it, it's, it's gruesome, to say the least. Although... um. Although his teachings are based on the Buddhist foundations of reflection and keeping right mind, it also incorporates, incorporates modern-day prosperity and, develop, and development in order to improve oneself and society. Um, I mean, and, and it's, to me, and so I don't know the, how the hell to even take this guy. I mean, this is just some of the weirdest shit I've ever seen. And then on top of that, it seems almost like a Japanese version of Scientology, except so this guy yeah, like, is kind of yeah except I mean, that he exactly. can talk to
3: my fra- i mean if he can talk to my fairy godmother, he got it like that like ask her why she's being lazy like that's a real question
1: exactly mm-hmm. exactly i mean so, hey, you know
2: mean i you know oh so like i it's like all right more wikipedia the the criticism against these people is that have um happy science. Um, they're this kind of controversial in mainstream um, Japan. All right, um, they also noted they're also noted for the use of the Dentsu Corporation, the largest advertising corporation in J- Japan, to Im- implement their strategy. It means they're using kind of propaganda techniques. They also released videos that claim North Korea and, and China are plotting to invade and colonize Japan after subduing it through nuclear warfare. So they're conspiratorial lunatics, and it's also that they were blamed for the reservation mix-up at the Uganda National Stadium by the Ugandan ad- athletes preparing for the 2012 Olympics. Um, mm-hmm. You know, some of those some of those uh, uh, um, athletes failed to qualify um, because of some stuff that Happy Science might have been involved in at the stadium and stuff like that. So. um, happy science first of all the name the title happy science alone says to me full of shit outside mm-hmm. of that you read that this guy not only uh um believe he has all not only mixed in four completely different ideologies you got Mohammed christ Buddha, and Confucianism, and made his own supreme being out of this.
0: Coffee-paste.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, just, that's probably how you get out of this, man. You you just say, hey, I just made my own religion. I just copy, I'm going to copy four different chapters from four completely different books. I made my own religion, say that I crib from these, but not exactly crib from these, but I crib from these, even though I copied. But I didn't copy, I copied. But, see, it's a completely different religion. I even have a completely different spiritual being, even though I didn't crib or copy, though I did. And Mm -hmm. from that point forth, you get enough people to believe this shit, you got yourself a religion, and you got people willing to give you money to believe this shit.
3: Yep. (laughs) Isn't it awesome?
2: Yeah. I mean, I need to start my own religion, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, seriously, the religion of bacon. See, I need to incorporate some more shit, like, you know, like my deity would be the staple puff marshmallow man or something. You cannot make a
1: religion
3: about things that people already like. You have to find something right. that people like, then tell them it's wrong. Then your religion will right. be successful.
2: Right. Bacon, masturbation, kung fu movies, donuts. I mean, I can do this shit. Seriously.
3: <laughs> okay. Um let me see what's next on my list. That would be the world turtle belief. This is a very small belief. It doesn't really have anything to do with um with any particular religion. It's just a belief like the flat earth um the belief in a flat earth, which is the world turtle. And in the world turtle, it is believed that basically um, a cosmic or a world-bearing or divine turtle is carrying the entire world on its back.
2: Hold on, hold on. there's a giant turtle carrying the world on its back.
3: Yeah, um, this myth is shared um, by some by the Lenape and and some other. Northeastern woodland tribes, most notably the Iroquois. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: Um, The world turtle, the world elephant, um, these are recurring themes in Hinduism and in Chinese and Native American mythology. Um, There's even a book written on it. It was written in 1974, um, and it's called Why the World is on the Back of a Turtle. So yeah, I thought that was just a fun thing to throw in there because just when you thought the flatter society were the craziest people on earth, you have the people that think we're being carried around by an elephant. So that's new and special, or not so new and special. But the next lesson on religious belief on my list is Spiritism, not to be confused with Spiritualism, where a person just says I'm spiritual. Spiritual can mean anything. You can be—it's it, usually called for moderate or cherry-picking of fill-in-the-blank religion. Spiritism is something you know, you know, separate. It is a belief in and of itself. Um, spiritism teaches reincarnation or rebirth into human life after death. Um, according to the spiritist. Spiritist doctrine. Reincarnation explains the moral and intellectual differences among men. It also provides a path to man's moral and intellectual perfection by amending for his mistakes and increasing his knowledge in successive in successive lives. Now that right there just tells me from some of the people I've encountered, they haven't been reborn too many times. Um, and some of us some have been reborn several times because they're 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 on the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, Alan Kardec refers to spiritism in What is Spiritism as a science Dedicated to the relationship between incorporeal beings, spirits, and human beings This is a science all of a sudden Thus, some spirits see themselves as not adhering to a religion But to philosophical doctrine with a scientific fulcrum and moral grounds On the other hand, many spiritists don't see any problem about embracing it as a religion as well Finally, unlike spiritualism, spiritism is not a religious sect, but a philosophy or a way of life by which its followers live. Its followers have no priests or ministers, do not follow any religious rituals in their meetings. They also do not call their places of meetings churches, instead calling them by various things such as center, society or association. I'm pretty sure they don't have that tax exemption either. Their activities consist mainly of studying the spiritual doctrine, um, applying spiritual healing to the sick and organizing charitable missions. By spiritual healing, I'm going to assume they mean faith healing, which already, what from what I read, which was a fairly um, throwaway passive religion, now I'm seeing as a potentially harmful one because we all know how faith healing ends, especially for children. Another um, author. In the spiritist movement, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle um, included a chapter about spiritism in his book, History of Spiritualism, confirming that spiritism is spiritualism, but not vice versa. As a consequence, many spiritualist works are widely accepted in spiritism, particularly the works of scientists Sir William Crookes and Oliver Lodge. Um so yeah, again, you know, you have Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, much respected fiction writer, who was batshit crazy to believe in this, and then you have Sir Isaac Newton, who was a great scientist, um, father of the theory of gravity, but he was also an alchemist and believed that you could turn metals, certain metals into gold. Also,
0: guess what?
3: Crazy. <laughs> what?
2: Interesting. That's crazy. Oh, look like we got a caller.
3: Yay, caller.
2: From four seven eight too, that's my area. This should be interesting. Um, four six. Wait till it connects.
4: Four seven eight. Go ahead and talk to us right quick. Oh, is that must be me?
3: Hello.
4: Uh huh. Is, it, is it, am I on? Yep. Yes, you are. Okay. Okay, that was Arthur uh, of Conan Doyle. Is that uh, the author of *Pardern*? I'm
3: not sure. Uh, um, he did sure write like *The Collins. Lost World*. Mm. Mm-hmm.
4: Um a uh, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Tarzan who, tar, who wrote Tarzan? Who wrote what? Tarzan. Tarzan. Not, um Tarzan? Yeah, that I, could I, be
3: for uh, Colton Doyle as well, honestly.
4: Okay, um, well if 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 if, if author Doyle wrote that, well, you know, I, I can't put too much a credence in <laughs> Because yeah, Tarzan he wrote the Potter.
3: Sherlock Holmes series He wrote the Lost World That's that's my favorite um, book by him um, The White Company um, The Poison Belt The Adventures of Lion's Mane Is also very Not so well known But very good one Land of the Mist is a great one as well Vampire Story So he was very immersed in fiction uh,
4: okay. I can see why someone
3: Exactly, would be writing this Who are we speaking with by the way?
4: Oh, this is Tim.
3: Hi, Tim. I thought that was you, but Hi.
4: I didn't want to. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, listen, uh, spiritualism, you know, what I always say about spiritualism is that these are the people who want to leave the traditional house of religion, yet take all the furniture. But you no, know, this is they, what
3: I said right in the beginning. This is not like spiritualism, and I did say the exact but, same thing you said. It, this it, is it, spiritism. It, it,
4: but actually it is, because what they're doing is still trying to uh, hold on to some of the the ideology of, of traditional religion and make something new, because the the whole concept of God in the first place is a religious concept. It is a, the the word God itself is a religious concept, and and when people try to make God into uh, when they try to say well. Well, God is this and God is that well God has a definition. You know Well he if does in spiritism
3: wanna... as well. Actually, um really quickly I'm gonna go over their fundamental principles with you both.
4: Okay. Um the go first
3: ahead. one is that God is the supreme intelligence, first um cause of all things. God is eternal, immutable, immaterial, unique, all powerful, sovereignly just and good. Um, the third is a spirit is not an abstract, undefined being, only to be conceived of by our thought. It is a real, circumscribed being, which, in certain aspects, is appreciable by the senses of sight, hearing, and touch. The okay, so how is, is that, that different? No, I'm th- oh, sorry, they, I'm, I'm, there's more, there's more. All spirits are destined to attain perfection by passing through the different degrees of spirit hierarchy, which, of course, um, as I said earlier, you get to a different hierarchy, every time you were born, because they believe in reincarnation. Um, this amelioration is affected by incarnation, which is imposed on some of them as an expiation, and others by as a mission. Um, a spirit's corporeal existences are always progressive and never retrograde. So every time you were born, you were born better, faster, better, stronger. Think Kanye, (laughs) that that Kanye song, faster, better, stronger, harder, awesomer. Um, It's never retrograde. You're never regressing in the times that you are reincarnated. The soul possesses its own individuality before reincarnation. It preserves that individuality after its separation from the body. So it's none of this, the soul and body are one. Um, It's almost like the soul is better. It keeps getting better every time you're reborn, but it is trapped By this imperfect vessel of the body Um, And the the basic tenets say that there is a God The supreme intelligence There are spirits um, There's a natural method of reincarnation As part of nature, spirits can naturally communicate with living people Spirits, not people to people, but spirits to people So of course these people will be the type to believe in in things like mediums and um, they believe that many planets in the universe are inhabited. I mean, even though we have telescopes and astronauts, um, they and you know, out in this universe, in our universe, they believe that many of the planets are inhabited. Okay.
0: So. Um,
3: they also, Jesus, according to Spiritism, is the greatest moral example of humankind. So it's not even trying to pick from religion to religion. It's clear that their focus here, their focus here is on Hinduism as far as incarnation and um, progression of the soul, and Christianity as far as example of how human beings should conduct their lives. They they kind of dance on a fine line between these religions, straddling this line, and they throw in some faith healing, throw in some, you know, talking to the spirits, and bam, you have a new religion.
4: Okay, so I have to change my, my thing. So they're not uh, trying to leave the house of, tra- of of tradition. They're just trying to rearrange the furniture.
3: Exactly. they up. They're, re- they're, they're,
4: re- <laughs> re- they're rearranging the furniture. They're, you know, it's the same thing. Uh, cool. Cool. No one comes up with anything new.
0: Pretty much. Anymore. I mean, the newest thing. New
4: was... <laughs> well, the Mormons did the same thing. Cause I was about to say they came up with something new. But, no, they just added some more stuff and, you know, bought in a few more uh, pictures to hang on the wall. But still, it's, it's pretty much the same thing. The, yeah, the, the they, idea... they have,
3: they're pretty much like Protestants who believe in reincarnation. Let's
4: right. just put it out there.
0: Right.
1: Like, it's right. not
3: special. Faith healing is found in other sects of Christianity. Um, actually, I can't even say that they're the only branch of Protestantism that believes in reincarnation. There are 40,000 denominations of Christianity. I know no branch of believe in reincarnation, but I'm sure other Protestants do. Um, cool. They can't be the that only Protestants nice. that believe
2: in reincarnation. That was a pretty reign. nice banter and everything. You, um, um, that was pretty cool. Thank you for calling in, man. Well, okay. Yo, um, All right. What
3: up? Thank I you. you. Um, we have some more on the list. Mario, oh, the back to your oh, list? Okay, cool. Oh. <laughs> um, well, I guess he's going to hang he, on a lot. Okay. He's
2: he on the line. I don't know. Oh, you on like, the line. Had a...
3: Okay, awesome. Oh, okay. 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 Well, um,
2: let me let me go ahead and go mine. Go my to mind. go to
3: yours because I know you want to get to voodoo and we're running out of time. So and I want, definitely want to get into Mormonism because now that Tim brought it up, I realize I thought you were gonna going do voodoo. Life. Yeah, yeah. but.
4: yeah, I, yeah. I well, she does it every day, it. so that's that's not a problem. That is her, not true. I
3: do not <laughs> dabble in black magic. <laughs>
4: Oh <laughs> <laughs> you know, she, she knows all about that. You know, I, I, I'm wounded. I'm wounded. You, got I'm wounded. Are you wounded? Yeah, are you wounded? Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna fill up the lips
3: of a toad right now. <laughs>
4: well, Ooh. tell us about the god balloon. Who's doing that? Who's doing that? Who's doing balloon?
3: Um, we're. I'm going to be discussing the Louisiana Voodoo And the Haitian Voodoo But first, Mario, you need to get to I don't know if, what other French religions are on, are on your list But I thought you would, it would be more appropriate If you discussed Jehovah's Witnesses Because we know what they are When they come bothering us But not many people know what they believe
2: Alright um, Yeah, well I can pull, I can say next. All right um, Jehovah's Witnesses is kind of a a subset of you know they they still believe in Christianity they still believe in Jesus Christ and stuff like that. Uh, ironically enough, my grandmother's Jehovah's Witness and I studied with them for quite a bit and everything. Before I realized that, no, okay. For one one um one of the things is they are very strict. You go into a Jehovah's Witness, they don't even call it church; they call it uh, uh, um um service. The, the difference that differentiated themselves from other churches and stuff like that um and so um they have these are small buildings small nonscript buildings they um there's nothing about them that really stands out they're not gigantic cathedral type buildings and whatnot. The service normally lasts between an hour and hour hour and a half to two hours. they do have songs they do have a they do have a bible It's pretty much the same bible i I think they use. The New American version or something like that. Um, I can't remember exactly. And um, uh, but you know, it's not. If you're looking for a religion that really caters towards, you know, to uh, young ones and stuff like that, you know, to have like some some type of social effort with the with the kids, it, Jehovah's Witnesses seems to me um, uh more for adults than anything. All right, because really these, boring, most of though. people are very boring. It is very boring. It is very boring. They um hold wholeheartedly to the whole 144,000 theory and everything. And when I was coming up, they actually believed that Jesus did not die on down a cross, but of a torture stake. And which instead of his hands being stretched out and held in place by nails, they were raised above his head, and a single nail was driven through both hands or wrists. And um, I think that, that would actually, I don't
4: know if that would, go, down. That, go is, that actually, the the way that it would probably have been, uh, that's how they used to crucify people. And yeah, yeah. That, that's more accurate in how they used yeah. to crucify people rather than the cross. Okay. Um,
2: yeah. Yeah, um I remember hearing about that when I was younger and everything like that. and So I never really got much into all of that, but um, it was invented by I mean they, they they're really they're really strict, I'll tell you that though. Because they have their own governing body. They have their own uh, uh regimented system. You know, even courtship is funny because if myself and Emma are in the same congregation, we're not allowed to be alone with each other. Mm-hmm. You can only have sex after marriage. The marriage and the courtship is really kind of draw, drawn out. You know what I'm saying? it's really strict. You know, she and I are not allowed time where we're able to even think about any about sex stuff.
3: And that's um, probably why they they be thinking about it all the time.
0: Because you're never <laughs> along
3: with this person, so you're completely, like, m- mentally infatuated and fixated on finally having sex. Like, I, I right. really want to scream at the top of my lungs sometimes. Do you understand that um, telling people to abstain before marriage is why some people fall into marriages too young or the wrong relationships? Because they're so desperate for sex. They Getting married for the sole purpose of having sex doesn't seem like a bad idea.
2: Right. And um, I mean, most of the teen, most of the young ones that I was in school with, I mean, that I was studying with, really did not could not stick with it. I mean, it's it's a heavy thing to put on a teenager that you're not allowed these impure thoughts. You're not allowed to do anything at all that would be considered fun. They don't even consider themselves to be to a travel. part of the
4: world. What am I saying? but you're allowed to travel. I mean, see great neighborhoods in, in your city. Right? By foot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know by foot. I'm sure Mario still has his knocking skills uh, intact, right? Yeah, fellas. Better knock on those doors. Better
3: knock on yeah, those doors.
4: <laughs> yeah. um, this and, is what uh, I don't
3: understand. Like, is it true that they're not allowed to give or receive birthday and Christmas presents and stuff like that?
0: Bad,
2: no, true. they do not. They are, they are the only holiday they celebrate is the memorial, which celebrates the day of Jesus' birth, I believe, which is once a year. Um, you know, ceremony in which they do pass around the, the, the crackers and wine or juice, I think. Um, also, yeah, my sixth
3: grade teacher was a Jehovah's Witness, and um, mm-hmm. it was um apparently, I found out much much later when I encountered another Jehovah's Witness, this um. This isn't that common anymore because the homeless try to discourage women from taking up careers like that where you need a college education to have that job.
2: Well, also, um, if you go against, you know, the congregation, like if you're doing things like, like normal people do and enjoy their lives, you will be counseled, and if it doesn't change, you'll be disfellowshipped, which means that you're pretty much excommunicated. No one in the congregation is allowed to talk to you, even if you live in the same house with a family. I, now, I don't know how, and not everybody does it that this extreme, I don't think, but if you're disfellowship in the house with these people, I've heard of people being put out. You know, wow. Because they're not allowed to, not allowed to talk hey. to you or anything like
4: that.
3: So you're basically shunned, like you would in the Amish community.
4: Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Now, do they have a do-not-knock do, do list? Because I think I've been put on that list because I always invite them in, but they always, like, look at their watches and leave because, I, you know, I try to engage them. But so, but then they never come around again. They always say they're going to come in back and talk to me some more, but they never do. So I'm wondering if they have a do-not-knock list.
3: You know hey, what it is? I don't, you know, I don't. And this is what I've noticed is when you seem really, really eager um, when you tell them you're a non-believer, but you seem eager to talk to them, sometimes this makes them afraid because they're like, "Why do you want me to come mm-hmm. in? Are you trying to talk to me?" You know, um, they don't want to be spoken to; they want to do the talking.
2: Right, right, right. Um, yeah, they're very particular. Mm-hmm. They're very strict, man. And if unless you've already lived your life and don't have shit else to go for, you know, this is the, you know, this is not the religion for you because if, I mean, as much as I detest church. At least I've seen churches do some fun things with the kids. They don't do mm-hmm. that shit. They don't do yeah, that. I remember it was, we have
3: tons of fun with the youth groups at our church, but, like, Catholics literally celebrate everything. We sell, even celebrate some of the Jewish holidays, like Seder. Like, all, all that stuff is getting celebrated. Like, if there is an occasion where they can pass around the collection plate a couple more times, that's happening.
4: <laughs> right. Yeah, but I, right. and they but don't, I thought they, it was illegal. What? I thought it was illegal the way the Catholics had fun with their kids. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, they, they, no, they yeah, don't pass around that. a collection plate.
0: <laughs>
4: and they don't
2: pass around a collection plate. They there's a there's a booth set up at the back where you come in and you can drop off wherever you whatever you want in the little thing. You know. Um I remember Grandma and a bunch of women having to get up in the morning like the circuit overseer would circuit overseer will be in town, they gotta go cook for this dude. And so, like that. So, you know, it, it, it. I mean, as much as I love of my grandma, it is a cult, man. It is a cult. It, it may not be David Koresh type, David Koresh type shit, but it's a cult.
1: You know, let's be real. Okay, what is the difference? The only
3: difference between a cult exactly. and a religion is is the number of members right. that you have. If me and my like, exactly. if my me and my fifteen best friends get together and start doing some dumb shit, oh, what's a cult? What's wrong with them? They've lost their minds. Fast forward two hundred years when every when when literally everyone on the face of the planet is doing that same dumb shit,
1: it's a religion. <laughs> it's a,
4: it's yeah, a point yeah. exactly. It's, the thing is, is that uh, a, a cult is just yeah a, a, a new religion. Exactly, yeah, that, that's all it's, it's a new religion. religion it's or a new religion. religion
3: that 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 doesn't have many followers, or yeah. one that is, is labeled it, as being more extreme. Because it's fixated on death, like there's things, certain cults called death cults, but in reality, pretty much all of them are death cults because almost every religion on the planet Practices some form of the doctrine that you'll never achieve your true self, your better self, until you
4: die.
2: Right, and um, just just in case, just just uh, so you you know this.
4: Now look, I'm number one, the boss. I get the orders.
2: <laughs> right. So that means you got less than thirty minutes to go ahead and get to voodoo and I know that's gonna take a long time.
3: Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Before I got okay, after I do voodoo I have to do the Amish because they weren't on the original list, but we gotta talk about the Amish. We just have to. You
0: um, okay. First no up is
3: knows. I'll go I'll go with Haitian Voodoo first. Um Haitian voodoo is one that I'm only familiar with on the peripheral because they came from a very strict Catholic household, and they're not playing that. Like anything that looks like voodoo is is wrong. And I was actually talking to one of my friends, Reginald Bienami, um, in the Haitian free thinkers, and he was saying how you know so many Haitians have vast knowledge about um, herbs and um, herbal medicine, but they're afraid to share it and they end up not passing it down because they don't want people to think that they're involved in voodoo. It's one of those things where, like, people are so afraid of being labeled a practitioner that they won't even do the simplest things like make teas with certain herbs because you don't want your neighbors to talk. And if you give a neighbor an herbal a remedy and you tell them to take so-and-so and they get better, whether they get better or they get worse, either way you're going to be accused of doing something, you know, black magic-related. But, um, yeah, Haitian voodoo is practiced chiefly by the Haitian diaspora and the people of Haiti. Um, voodooists believe in a distant and unknowable creator, bon die, um, which is is how you say God in Haitian Creole. Um, in order to navigate daily life, voodooists cultivate personal relationships with the uh, Aro, which is a representation of the dynamic and changing personalities of nature. Um, the ceremonies involve music, dance, and spirit possession. Yes, there are ceremonies where they'll chant and sing and invite um, a spirit to inhabit their bodies. And they will get visions, claim to get visions while these spirits are inhabiting their bodies. Wudu originated in the French slave colony of Saint Domingue in the 18th century. When African religious practice was actively suppressed and enslaved Africans were forced to convert to Christianity. Religious practices of contemporary voodoo are descended from and closely related to West African voodoo um, as practiced by the Fon and the U people. Um, voodoo also incorporates elements and symbolism from other African peoples, including the Yoruba and the Bakongo, as well as the Tino religious beliefs and European spirituality, including Roman Catholic um um Christianity, European mysticism, Freemasonry and other influences. Um, voodoo spelled V O D O U is a Haitian Creole word that refers um to a small subset of Haitian rituals. Um there they believe that there's a mysterious force or forces or powers that govern the world and the lives of those that reside within it. Um Outside of Haiti, um, the term refers to the entirety of the traditional Haitian religious practice. Um, voodoo Isans um believe in a supreme being, as I said before, um, and it, this is usually in their minds a Judeo-Christian god, and you do have um, some practitioners of voodoo that also claim to be Christian and practice um, Catholicism or some form of Protestantism as well. Um, the loa are divided into 21 nations, and um, they they are either the Petro, Rada, Congo, or Nago, and they are worshipped as being either hot, aggressive, restless, cool, calm, or peaceful. Um, rituals include a number of things from blood to milk, herbs, foods. They are voodoo priests. And um, you mentioned something about milk before, Mario, and I did say that that was a part of Haitian voodoo. One specifically that I heard of, because every Haitian woman and man has heard of this, some have tried it, some swear up and down that they've been victims of it, is where a Haitian woman is with a man, and she wants to keep a man. She wants to keep that man. So she will,
0: uh, feed, yeah,
4: him. She it.
3: will feed him the milk of a
4: dog. Oh, okay. no, I, I, no, I haven't heard of that. We were talking about the spaghetti, right? Yeah, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I don't know what you are talking you about. You know what we're talking about. You I know don't, know what I, what I we're don't. I don't
3: know what you're talking
4: right. about. Basically, what woman's full period it, blood. Oh,
3: okay, I have heard of that. I have, I have.
4: See, I knew you had heard of it. But yeah, this was, but this hear, was
3: the most common one because, because um the the, blood, the 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 milk pretty much tastes the same. Milk of all mammals pretty much tastes the same. So that give the man the warm milk of of a, a dog, preferably one that's you know not an old one, one that just had a litter. It's, it's supposed to have worked worked better. She just given birth to a litter like within a week, and he he will drink this milk and he will be loyal. And not loyal, like, in the sense that he won't cheat, but that he will be unable to ever leave her, or, and he will never, ever give, you know, his money or his love to anyone else, even if he sleeps with them. So he's never going to leave your household, ever. Yeah. Now, oh, that is, oh,
4: yeah. So, that's, so that is literally the dog in him, huh? Okay, never mind. Yes, Anyway, he's as loyal so... as that dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey. So did I did I actually hear you say that the oo do voodoo? Did you say that? The the you, uh E W E? Yeah. The Ooh yeah. do Voodoo. Oh, they're,
3: cool. they're, <laughs> yes. The Ew, the, and the Fawn Voodoo are the closest related <laughs> to um to Haitian voodoo.
4: Okay, what about I, Maria? Um,
3: there's a lot of nature worship in in Haitian voodoo as well. And like I said, um right. most of the voodoo practitioners they're, it's really not magic. We know this as skeptics. Um, what it is is these people have a vast knowledge of herbs. They know the herbs that can help you with certain things. They know the herbs that can poison you. No, no,
2: is, no. I saw, you know, I saw surfing, is surfing is in the rainbow,
3: murder.
4: man. I saw, yeah,
3: that's, that, I that, saw that was surfing in the rainbow. Her,
4: that, was, that was also herbs. That that no, was, no, uh, that, that's uh, also
3: herbs. There is an herb that yeah, it, you can it, eat. Yeah. It, you, you dry it, it. It goes into a powder. And it's the exact same thing as that tonic. From Romeo and man, Juliet It the throws man your
2: had down to the point of where
3: everyone thinks you're dead Then you there rise are, up You're not a zombie though This is what happens And this is why I talk to people about um, being too susceptible These people are dug up by the person that, that poisoned them in the first place And they think from having hurt all their lives That they're a zombie They truly believe that they have no choice but to be obedient to this person Because this is what they grew up thinking this person does it to you, you're a zombie, you're now their slave. They, they actually yeah. believe they have no choice but to obey yes. whatever this person says from
1: here so on it, out.
4: It, it, so it is a, a mixture of brainwashing and, and herbs. And, and, yeah, yes. and drugs. Okay. And, and, okay. and what, the problem uh,
1: is the ones that uh, are what smart and i are not a zombie. Hmm? 20 minutes, what, man.
4: What, what is Santeria?
3: Santeria is, is like the Cuban voodoo.
4: Oh, okay, but it's, yeah. it's basically the same thing.
3: Um, yes and no. It's it's more the the Afro-Cuban Voodoo is as different from the Haitian Voodoo as it is from the Louisiana Voodoo. The the, the three of those are more connected than let's say the Voodoo being practiced in Brazil, but they have their differences, um, and the the differences come about because of the infusion of the, the people that were already present in these places before the slaves were there.
2: Wow. Yeah. AM you basically. You know, got so back to what I was minutes. saying about
3: the zombies is the people. A M. you
2: basically got about fifteen people. minutes left.
3: Okay, okay. Quickly, quickly. The people that are smart <clears throat> enough to realize, hey, I'm not a zombie and I don't have to swallow this person. What happens is when they go home, their family who just buried them thinks that they are a zombie and shuns them.
2: <laughs> I've got to do so, this. That would be be <laughs> a hilarious prank to play, play on someone.
3: That that probably send hilarious. you in jail. Okay, quickly, Louisiana voodoo. Louisiana voodoo, also known as New Orleans voodoo, describes um, a spiritual spiritual folklore that originated uh, from the African diaspora, a cultural form of Afro-American religion developed within the French, Spanish, and Creole-speaking African-American population of the U.S. So, you know, it's all about influence. When you think about the mm. sort of voodoo that incorporates the use of voodoo dolls, you're talking about Louisiana voodoo.
2: Oh, uh, okay, cool.
3: Yeah. Um, making uh, making dolls, like most Haitians don't got time for that. <laughs> like, no. Voodoo was brought to the French colony Louisiana from Africa and from the Haitian exiles after the Haitian Revolution. So yeah, this is why they're so similar even though, you know, you ones in the Caribbean and one's in the Amer in, in the United States. Um, the majority of the African captives came directly from what is now Benin in West Africa, bringing with them their cultural practices, language, religious beliefs rooted in spirit and ancestor worship. Their knowledge of herbs, poison, and the ritual creation of charms and amulets intended to protect oneself from harm also became an element of Louisiana voodoo. That's another thing Haitians don't do. Most Haitians do not wear charms. If the Haitians want something around their neck, you better believe that is a rosary, a cross, or a crucifix. It is not hmm. any you know protection amulet. Haitians don't wear protection amulets. You wear something like that, and the 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 advocation is not going to think that it's for your protection, but that it is an it is an instrument of harm towards them. So hmm. you don't wear that if you want any friends. <laughs> wow. The slave community. Yeah. The slave community quickly acquired a strong presence in Louisiana. The colony was not a stable society when slaves arrived, which allowed Africans to maintain a prominent position in the slave community. Um, According to a census um, from 1731 to 1732, the ratio of African slaves to European settlers was over 2 to 1. Now, liberating to our voodoo queens. Instead of the priests that you have in Haiti, you have queens. Um voodoo in Louisiana scene is seen as a a position where females can really take the lead and be prominent. Um most of her achievements as Voodoo Queen of New Orleans in the eighteen thirties was Marie Level Um once the news of her power spread she overthrew the other Voodoo queens of New Orleans. She acted as an oracle so that she could see the future. She gave Powders, guaranteed to cure ailments, granted desires, confounded and destroyed one's enemies through the administering of charms and out of amulets. Today, thousands visit her tomb today to still ask for favors. They leave flowers, they leave food, they perform rituals at her grave fest. Um, And the commercialization of voodoo, I mean, we've all seen Haitian voodoo Popularized from that movie, The Serpent and the Rainbow But we've seen tons of other movies Where Louisiana voodoo is commercialized um, I think the most recent one was The one with Kate Hudson, The Skeleton Key Have yeah, you have seen that, movie? that. That's a good movie? That's a good movie <laughs> And yeah. like Haitian voodoo It merged with Christianity First as a form of protection And then it just incorporated aspects of The religion into, into The rituals um, There are even parts of Louisiana voodoo ritual that include reciting the Hail Mary in the Lord's Prayer. Some of the superstitions of Louisiana voodoo include taking a lock of a girl's hair to bring you luck. If you lay a broom across the doorway at night, a witch can't come in and hurt you. Having a woman visit you the first thing on Monday morning is bad luck for the rest of the week. Don't borrow or lend salt. It's bad luck. If you sweep trash out of the house after dark, you will sweep away your bad luck. Actually, Haitians believe that as well. Um, they also believe that you shouldn't let someone um, sweep a broom over your feet. That's going to bring bad luck. Um, yeah, you I've heard some, of that one before. You can give someone a headache by t- taking their picture and turning it upside down. You can harm a person in whatever way you want by getting a lock of his hair and burning it, burning some and throwing the rest away. You can make a farmer's well go dry by putting some soda in the well for one week each day, then drawing a bucket of water out and throwing it into the river to make the well go dry. You can make a person get very thirsty by putting a bottle of whiskey under your porch for three weeks, um, then throwing the bottle into a fire, which will make you very thirsty for whiskey. So basically, this is how to turn someone into an alcoholic. I think that's what I just
4: read. I think that's that's what Yana did.
3: Yeah, if a woman kisses you twice on one cheek And once on the other cheek She's trying to hoodoo you And hoodoo is another word for Louisiana voodoo Now Haitians, for for obvious reasons Don't believe that Because our culture is more deeply rooted in French culture And kissing a person um, You know, left cheek, right cheek, left cheek Is just a normal greeting It's not like It's not considered a bad thing Or a black magic um, oh, and here's the one you two were talking about as far as Haitian voodoo. It's here in Louisiana voodoo as well. It's a known act for a woman to put her menstrual blood in the food of a man to make him fall in love with her.
4: Right, right, right. How do you not hey, taste um, that, though?
3: Like, that's a real question, though. How do you not taste that?
4: Well, if you never well, know I, what it tastes like, you wouldn't know. Yeah. Right. Everyone I mean, knows you know, blood it's not, tastes not like you like, put right? a like in blood in, in there.
3: there like, like, and like, and like, didn't you ever get a paper cut and put your finger in your mouth? You know what blood tastes like.
2: Yeah, but you know, just, yeah, you know, but if it's the herbs and all that, comes, mask on.
3: Yeah, off. true. Yeah. And Haitians yeah. can cook up some food. You can mask yeah. anything I mean, with the right herbs, I guess. I mean,
4: you don't, you don't, you don't taste the blood in steak if you know medium rare or whatever. You know, you don't taste the blood, but it's there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. If omen sprinkles. So hmm? Hold
0: on.
2: Yeah, eight one. minutes. We can either. We can either do uh, continue with voodoo, or we can do a schedule a part three of this uh, of other religions. But I see. think we should
3: continue with voodoo and schedule the part three.
0: <laughs> okay.
3: Um, we have our interview for all our listeners. Our first, um, um, Evan Evil interview with the one and only Jen Taylor. Um, she will be on air in two weeks, and four weeks from today we can do Western on religions part three. Again, we will be having an interview with Miss Jen Taylor in two weeks, same time, same place, and we will um, pick up on this series, Lesser on Religions," Part Three, in one month.
2: Yeah. Okay. Can um,
0: we close with a prayer?
3: Um, our Father who art in heaven, I, I seriously, I I still know the Lord's prayer. Don't judge me.
2: <laughs> no, I don't know that shit is.
3: Um, I, well, I know
4: all that Because I knew the rosary by heart I was one of those Catholics um, oh, Okay Bismillahirrahmanirrahim yeah, Alua Akbar Alua uh,
3: Akbar Kiryei Laysan Christei Laysan Kiryei Laysan
2: Aluna matada and shit Let's get... That way uh, uh, <laughs> um, gonna, We can say I'm that
3: gonna,
4: Hail Mary dumber. Okay, I'm gonna.
3: I can just go to Mario's house because apparently, if I sprinkle, according to the site, if I sprinkle some salt from my house to your house, it will give you bad luck until you clean the salt away and put pepper over your door sill.
4: That's called blood. That's well, we do that? That is a seasoned house.
3: Oh, this is kind of this is kind of extreme. Don't shake a tablecloth after outside, after dark, where someone in your family will die.
4: How the hell are the okay. two connected? I, uh, I'm, I, I'm not testing that
1: one. How the do How do you
3: even connect the dots there?
1: Yeah, exactly. It's just like a technique, you know, I mean, does it, how does it choose which family member is going to
4: die? You know, just just randomly. no, 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 no. And no. this
3: is what I was well, talking about before. It, about was,
4: it was probably a coincidence that somebody did that, and if somebody died in the family and they connected those two things, that's how superstition get started. I think
3: so. See, and this is what I was talking about before, where whether or not what the person is doing is good or bad or has any effect at all, you're going to get blamed when you're dabbling in magic, especially when you're dealing with Haitians. It says here in the article that I'm reading that at least 45 people um, Forty-five voodoo priests have been lynched in Haiti since the cholera epidemic, because of angry mobs blaming them for the spread of the disease. Even though later on UN peacekeepers said that it was because they had improperly disposed of the waste that in, um, when they came after the earthquake and that's what had caused the epidemic. But everyone, you know, everyone who had a neighbor that was openly practicing this or not so openly, you know, anyone that just got blamed got killed for this. You know, again, most of these people aren't going around killing people, but when, you, when you're you talking about magic and talking about very superstitious people, and the majority of Haitians are Catholic and therefore superstitious, you need to be careful what you dabble in. It's the reason why, like I said before, Haitians aren't the sort to wear charms or amulets. If there's anything around your neck, it's just a regular necklace or it's a cross, it's crucifix, it's a rosary. It's not anything like that because they see an odd-shaped, Amulet or pendant on your neck—that's already going to get people's suspicions aroused.
4: So, how how uh, suspicions around modern objects like an umbrella? You're not—you know—it's bad luck to open an umbrella in the house. Well, what about what about before the umbrella was invented? How did that come about? hmm um, I, I just wonder—you know—how are these uh, superstitions around? Like, if you turn your cell phone upside down three times, you know, Candyman might come or something like that. I honestly have no
3: idea. Yeah. I honestly don't. I, I, it's another thing like, yeah, um, it's
4: the, you know, it, it's 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 the
2: thing and you know, it's like uh, uh, football players do the same thing. Football and basketball players do the same thing. You know, if the guy was wearing his strap and uh, at the time, if he was wearing a black jock strap at the time that he – ran the touchdown without being touched or something like that, he's gonna wear that same jock strap forever. He might not even wash it because he might feel like he's washing something off. Which he Dude, should that's
3: nasty as hell. But
2: Yeah, you know what <laughs> I'm mean, saying? Some I just, people feel like
1: I just some people might feel
2: like flies are good luck. I don't I don't know. But um yeah, it just you know, they they do weird shit like that, man. And you know, if he's wearing this uh uh these socks at the time that he uh, hit, a, hit a home run, he's going to forever wear those same socks. Those shits might after, stand up by themselves, wash, but he's right? not going to wash them. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah. I used to
3: hold What you were describing there just reminded me of a ripeness, like chilies and onions ripeness and 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 groin infection ripeness. Oh, okay. I mean, I, uh, all, 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 all. You can be I'll to, to you. just practice <laughs> good hygiene.
2: okay, well, wow. i gotta break in. okay um <laughs> um
0: stay wow. tuned okay. to
2: your black freethinker radio family for upcoming shows the backbeat r s s feed and Kim's regular show on Sunday is at one p m eastern Standard Time. Just stay tuned for your friends, nine times out of ten I will share share the uh link if one of them does not and everything so you can stay on top of the upcoming shows and topics that we'll be discussing. Like M said, two weeks from now we'll have Jim Taylor, Jim Taylor on, and then two weeks from then we'll be another show of other religions and crazy shit and everything like that. We might even do some in October, which will be related to the Halloween theme with uh, uh, occult practices or something like that. So uh, we got a good lineup coming for you, so just stay tuned and, you know, keep up with us because we got to keep the good shit coming be, for like, you. like
3: tiring to the kitchen to make a pie with my menstrual blood. I'll see you guys in two weeks.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs>
2: Not coming to your house for dinner.
4: <laughs> okay, I'm out. Good day. Bye, guys. Right.
3: Thank you for calling, Tim. Mario, always
2: okay. a pleasure. You're welcome. <laughs> all right. All right, all right. So we're down to the last five minutes of the show, and uh, we've already told you about everything that's coming up. So, like I said, just stay Enjoy tuned to your weekend, to we have- Yeah, stay tuned to everybody that's coming up and everything. And so we're going to go ahead and end it here. There will be a part three. So just stay up with us so we can keep this good shit coming to you. All right? Y'all be sweet right. and be safe. We're out.
3: Good night, everyone.
1: Free thinkers, where we walk by sight with a bright flashlight to illuminate night. Free thought, we don't walk by space in the lost mind state cause it's not quite safe. We don't recruit, we're not peers from a church, so don't be spooked, we're not here to convert. The only truth that's not pulled from a text, show me proof that's not good after death. This is the challenge to think for yourself, break it out of the bottle and speak with your belt. Three one zero nine eight two. 4273 to get through A venue for community and this is the zone If you'd like to speak with Kim Then pick up the phone 310-982 4273 to get through <laughs> The next tree branch is rainer And it's specialist listen to Reason, science, and skepticism It's loaded with straight facts, inspiring, and dope She can make Bill Nye retire this laptop. Humans are hilarious And every other Friday I'd like to hear commentary on culture, people So I hit up Super Mario and bring in Emmaline to discuss what we're capable of ultra evil It's normal for... <laughs> now look, I'm
0: number
1: one, the
0: boss I get the orders